Hey guys, so take a second and think about that moment right before you have to go give a speech, right? You're sitting there, you know it's coming up, you've been dreading this for weeks. Those nerves are really racing, your heart's beating. It's very uncomfortable, right? It's stage fright that you feel. And that's what I'm gonna talk about today. Tips that I've used in my career to overcome stage fright where it almost was debilitating for me early on and now I've gotten much better at managing it effectively. So hopefully my tips will help you become a more effective speaker as well. Welcome to the Art of Communication, where entrepreneurs learn to grow their business more effectively through mastering their ability to connect to others. Whether you're looking to increase revenue, widen your network, or just getting others to buy into your vision, we'll help you dramatically transform your business and life by communicating more effectively, improving your leadership skills, and reinvesting time back into your family. You're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and your life. So let's start the conversation with your host, Greg Rice. Hey guys, today I want to talk about something that's very challenging for a lot of people, and that is public speaking. And specifically, I want to talk about how to deal with those nerves, how to deal with that stage fright to get up there and give a great speech. And, you know, this was a big problem for me for many years. All through high school, hated public speaking. In college, I forced myself to take some public speaking classes, some communication classes, because I wanted to get better at it, but I still absolutely hated it. And it wasn't until about five years into my career where I took a consulting job that led to me giving two-hour presentations on a regular basis a couple times a month. And I knew that that was going to be a big issue for me up front, but I also knew that it was going to help me overcome my fear. I was going to have to figure it out. So what I want to share with you today is some of those specific tips that I've learned that, that worked for me, as well as some things I've learned from other folks as well, that they might be able to help you. And we're not going to get into things like the basics, right? Make eye contact, don't read from your notes, you know, those kinds of things. And we're going to talk more about strategies to overcome stage fright and prepare effectively. So the first thing, and one of the biggest things for me was to realize that everyone in the audience wants me to succeed. Right. Think about it. Whenever you see somebody speaking, you want them to succeed. You're rooting for them. If something seems to go wrong, you're really understanding. I mean, if it starts getting really wrong, you start getting really uncomfortable. At least I do. So that's how your audience is going to be as well. Right. They're willing to let things slide. They want you to do a great job and they're on your side. They're not just waiting for you to fail, which is, I think, what a lot of people have in the back of their mind. A second key is to have a clear goal. What's that one thing? that you want the audience to do or take away from the talk that you're giving. And once you have that, realize that the presentation's not about you, right? It's about that goal. You're just the medium that that goal is being communicated through. Whether you're perfect or imperfect has much less impact on the outcome of that goal happening than your emotions are telling you. The next thing is to get excited about that goal and the value that you're delivering to the audience, right? Let your passion shine through. When I started becoming more authentic, more myself, and just let my passion shine through, I started having a lot more fun and a lot more success with my presentations. I also try to spend time visualizing that I'm performing well, visualizing that I absolutely killed it. It went as good as it could possibly be, right? When I spoke to Judy Rodman, who's a voice coach, she recommended acting as if what if this went as perfectly as it could be? Fixate that in your mind and act like that has what hap- that is what happened. And you'll be a much more effective speaker when you step up to the mic. 
Another topic of mindset, consider what mindset is going to serve you best in achieving your goal, right? Does all that negative self-talk that you're currently going through, does that help you achieve your goal? Is that going to serve you well? Or would it serve you better to think about, hey, I did that. I'm going to do an amazing job. I'm going to kill this. I'm the best speaker in the world, right? And when you think about it, both of those things aren't completely true. You're not the best speaker in the world, but you're also not going to trip and fall and have a terrible presentation. And if you're going to lie to yourself either way, you might as well lie to yourself in a way that is going to serve you effectively, in a positive way. Also, it helps me to think about times that have messed up in the past, right? Times when it hasn't gone perfectly. And what happened from that, right? I've had some absolutely terrible presentations. In fact, normally the first couple times I give a presentation, I'm horrible at it. And I've always lived to tell about it. And I've learned to actually laugh that off a bit. And it's not that big a deal. I learned from it. And the audience never even knows, right, that that's the first time. They don't know that I felt like I did terribly. They think I did a great job. Also, keep in mind that you don't have to be and you will not be perfect. But just because you didn't say a particular thing on a particular slide that you're planning to say is not a big deal. The audience has no idea that you miss that. Don't let it throw you off. I used to do that, right? I'd have a script in mind. I'd mess up the script five sentences in, and then I was just all messed up for the rest of the presentation. The audience doesn't know. Just let it continue flowing. Be yourself. Another big fear I had was around questions, right? I was always afraid I would get stumped and look like an idiot in front of the audience and or give away all the credibility I just gained by giving a great presentation. But Throughout my speaking career, I've actually been asked lots of questions that I don't know the answer to, and I found it's perfectly okay to say, hey, you know what, that's a great question. Not something I've thought about before. Let me get back to you on that. Let me think about that. Let me go research that a bit. Or just have an open conversation with the audience. Hey, I haven't thought about that. What do you guys think about that, right? And, and it's much more engaging that way. Nobody's ever trying to stump you, and it's not going to ruin your credibility if you get a question that you, you can't answer. Another big fear of mine was performing well in front of my boss, right? When my boss is in the audience and they are kind of judging how I'm performing, it's always made me much more rigid and made it harder for me to be myself. So what I've learned to do is tell them up front, hey, I'm not going to be perfect here, right? Even you being in the room makes me a little bit more nervous. But what I'd love to do is, is get your feedback at the end on how I can become a better presenter. And just the simple act of doing that has made a huge difference for me when my boss is in the room, when I feel like we're a team more than they're there to judge me. The other thing to realize is that your nerves aren't going to go away, right? But you can start thinking about them as a positive one. Whenever you're feeling nervous like that, it means you're growing. You're taking chances. You're trying new things. And that's great in its own right. But the other positive is it gets your emotions going, right? It gets your adrenaline up, it gets your focus, it helps you be sharp and clear. Leverage those things to your advantage. Get excited by it instead of scared. I know it's easier said than done, but the more you practice at it, the better you're going to be. And then my last point on kind of overcoming the nerves is learn to be yourself. Know that yourself is enough and you don't have to be someone else to be successful. I think a lot of nerves come from people being afraid to put themselves out there, afraid that they're not enough. They have to be something special or different than they are to impress others. That's simply not true. The more you're yourself and let your own passion shine through, the more successful you're going to be and the more unique and interesting that you're going to be. But first, have you guys ever struggled to gain traction driving paid traffic while it seems like your competitors are just having a lot more success? If so, then you're going to love what I put together for you. I mean, how about a free analysis of you versus your top three competitors to gain clarity around what is really working and what isn't and where the opportunities are? Does that sound good? 
Well, I've partnered with some of the best in the paid traffic business to create inflection marketing. I only partner with the best. No one has more experience. These guys have been doing it since 2001, and they've been helping companies win paid traffic across all channels, including Google, Microsoft, and Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Amazon. And here's the best part. For anyone who sets up a consultation appointment, we'll provide you with a free competitive analysis comparing your pay-per-click advertising versus your competitors, looking at things like messaging, keywords, volume, and cost per click. And there's no obligation for this. It'll give you the foundation that you need to succeed, whether you decide to work with us or not. So to learn more about how we can help you take your digital marketing game to the next level and drive a true inflection in your paid traffic, as well as get your complimentary competitive analysis, go to gregjrice.com backslash inflection. That's gregjrice.com backslash inflection to schedule a quick discussion to see if there may be a fit here or not. So with that, let's dive into our interview. The other topic I want to dive into that's really helped me with nerves is around practice and preparation. I do over-prepare for speeches. I tend to practice a lot, especially before giving a new presentation. And when I'm practicing, I'm not trying to memorize a specific talk track or a specific script, but rather I'm just trying to get really comfortable talking about the key subjects in a really flexible way. So here's some things that I found really work for me from a preparation perspective. First, I have to do it out loud, right? Practicing in my head is just not the same. I'm in a different mindset when I'm standing up, when I'm out loud, and I have to learn to think and react and prepare in that mind state. So doing it in my head does not work. I also remember that my first couple reps, as I'm practicing, are going to be terrible. They're going to be hard. I'm going to forget all sorts of stuff. And that can be very emotionally draining if I don't have the right mindset. Now I've learned to say, hey, first two or three are going to be bad. Man, four or five will start getting a lot better. So I laugh about it and try to learn from those mistakes as I go. Wherever possible, I try to do repetitions in front of other people, right? Because that really helps with the nerves. And it's even better if they don't know the subject that you're talking about, because it helps you test the clarity of your thinking and your speaking and the simplicity of your overall message. And even if it's your kids, trust me, you'll be nervous to do a presentation in front of them. At least I am. But working through that ahead of time makes me that much better of a presentation, a presenter on game day. I've also found that practicing in front of a mirror helps me get more comfortable. It's almost like I'm talking to somebody else. I see my, my mannerisms and it makes me more comfortable. And I think focusing visually on something helps my memory take the presentation in more effectively as well. Similarly, if, if I record myself and watch it back and critique myself, that's also a really powerful way to become a better presenter. For some reason, I found that putting myself on a clock is super effective for me, right? So say I practice it three times and I have the flow down four times. Now I know I have 15 minutes to give this presentation. So I start the clock and see how long it takes me to get through, see if I can beat that 15 minute mark. It just really helps me to focus effectively, to be clearer in thinking and to be more efficient in my speaking. So it's been a really powerful way for me to learn to speak well. So I suggest that that you give it a try as well. Something else I try to do, interestingly, is present it backwards. So I might take the points or the slides and make them each in the reverse order that I plan to make them in the speech. And what this does is it just makes it more flexible in my memory, allows me to grab those thoughts in a more flexible and fluid manner. And it's actually really effective. 
Another thing I try to do is say the least amount of words as possible for each slide, not in a way that I'm going to actually speak to the audience, but like I might say one sentence per slide or one sentence per point to make sure I have that key vision and message down as succinctly as possible. So then I can build from that to be, give a better speech, but I know that I won't be overflowing with words when I'm giving the presentation, which I sometimes do when I get nervous. So I have to be careful about that. And then the last point is I really know I've gotten it down when I don't need the slides at all. So often the day of the presentation, when I'm walking to the office or traveling on the plane or taking a shower, giving the presentation in my head and seeing the slides in my head without obviously having them in front of me. When I can do that well, I know I've got this thing down and I'm going to crush it. Now, it takes a lot of preparation to get there. But once you get there, it's a really good feeling. and It'll make you feel really good when you're up in front of the audience. One other thing around stage fright that can really help is breathing exercises. So taking some deep breaths and being mindful about your breath, breathing into your belly can really help to reduce anxiety in the moment. So I certainly recommend that as well. So this is certainly not an exhaustive list. There's tons of tips and tricks out there and a ton of speakers better than me who, who can probably teach you to become very effective speakers. But these are the things that have, have really worked for me throughout my career. And I hope that you find them to be helpful for you as well and that they help you give your next speech. Build from that to be, give a better speech. But I know that I won't be overflowing with words when I'm giving the presentation, which I sometimes do when I get nervous. So I have to be careful about that. And then the last point is I really know I've gotten it down when I don't need the slides at all. So often the day of the presentation, when I'm walking to the office or traveling on the plane or taking a shower, um, giving the presentation in my head um, and seeing the slides in my head without obviously having them in front of me. When I can do that well, I know I've got this thing down and I'm going to crush it. Now, it takes a lot of preparation to get there. But once you get there, it's a really good feeling. and It'll make you feel really good when you're up in front of the audience. One other thing around uh, stage fright that can really help is breathing exercises. So taking some deep breaths and being mindful about your breath, breathing into your belly can really help to reduce anxiety in the moment. So I certainly recommend that as well. So this is certainly not an exhaustive list. There's tons of tips and tricks out there and a ton of speakers better than me who, who can probably teach you to become very effective speakers. But these are the things that have, have really worked for me throughout my career. And I hope that you find them to be helpful for you as well and that they help you give your next speech much more effectively. Don't let the momentum stop now. Continue your path towards connecting at another level by joining the Communication Nation. We'll be discussing today's topics as well as more real-world solutions to transforming your life personally and professionally at facebook.com slash groups slash join the communication nation. Remember, you're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and life. And that conversation starts right here on The Art of Communication.